On this podcast, we are social distance warriors, and my name is Rachel, and I don't know a darn thing about coronavirus. Don't come to me for advice. Yeah, um, my name is Tom, and I don't know anything about personal protective equipment or, I don't know, vaccines or anything. Uh, how you been doing? Um, I've been doing all right. I had a bit of weird stuff with my work because everything is weird with my state. And I think a lot of states deciding, I guess, that now we can go back and open things and my workplace is deciding if they can go back and open things. Have they opened yet? Yes. Um, And I believe I'm in an okay situation. I have no guarantees, but my workplace, the agency, has decided to open on a reduced, like, really weird, staggered shift schedule, but people are coming into the office, and... I have told my supervisor I cannot do that, but I would still like to be employed and work from home if possible. Uh, And she has said, yes, I can do that. I just need to come in once a week to, like, fill in my timesheets, and then I am going home. You can't fill in your timesheets online? No, (laughs) Uh, because... Unless uh, you have an agency device, you can't connect to fill out the timesheets. Mm. Um, and on, like only the employee can fill out their own timesheets or it's a mess um, because it's a mess. So that's something that as of this week, they're willing to work with me. And there is sort of really no guarantee that they will continue to be willing to do that. But... It's something I talked about with my parents where I would feel kind of bad if I lost this job, but I would feel really bad if I didn't take it seriously. Um, and, and I feel like that's sort of the way a lot of states are sort of beginning to go now where they're like, okay, we stayed home and not taking it seriously anymore um, because people are harassing them about the economy and it makes no sense Mm. but that is what seems to be more important Hmm. yeah i mean one of the things that i've heard a lot is that um people seem to have just immediately stopped taking things seriously as soon as it became may like as though the turn of the month meant that suddenly all right well now this isn't important anymore because now it's may and so now we have to deal with may things and um the coronavirus was an april thing yeah what is the like vibe in uh your state it's interesting i mean i feel like things are getting things are continuing to get worse here mm-hmm. or at least that's how it feels like um yeah i don't know things things are continuing to get worse but people are There was a lot of people out and about over this past weekend because the weather was just very nice. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time we'd had really nice, like, actual spring weather this year. So there was a lot of people out and about, including to some extent myself. I mean, I didn't, like, go anywhere without a mask. But mostly what I did was I just took a drive around just to kind of drive around with the windows down and experience the wider world and all that it has to offer. Yeah, Mostly because I didn't really have a very good sense of, like, where I would even go to have outside fun here because I've only lived in the town that I currently live in since January. 
and the weather has been wintry most of that time. So I haven't really had many opportunities for like outdoor things. So all I could really do was I just went driving around randomly. I didn't even really know where I was going. I just figured, well, I'll just like drive around at random for like half an hour and then I'll turn my GPS on to guide me back home. (laughs) That feels very like teen coming of age movie. (laughs) You got got your parents' car and you're just going for a ride. Yeah, I am finally coming of age as a Mm -hmm. teen. (laughs) Good luck. Ugh. It's hard It's hard out there for a teen. Yeah, yeah. Um, in my neck of the woods, um, I, I think this is federal or president-directed. The military airplanes flew over our houses to honor healthcare workers. Mm. They did that, and they did that. <laughs> really didn't uh, mean much to me, and actually seems like probably a misuse of planes, but um, that was a bit of excitement for people. Do you know any healthcare workers in your area? Yeah, um, a few of my neighbors are like um, nurses. I, ha- I haven't asked them, maybe I should, if they felt <laughs> like in that moment, in the afternoon, if they felt like a stirring of uh, positive emotion. And yeah, did it work is my question. Like, were they sufficiently honored? <laughs> if they felt powered up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I've heard I've heard things like that. I think something similar happened in New York. Yeah, I think they did. It, they got it first. Yeah, but I feel like that just brings people out of their houses. Yeah. Hmm. I also I did leave my house. Um, I posted this on Twitter to try and donate blood, which I had mentioned uh, about a month ago. They were too s- slowed down, so we made an appointment, my mom and I, for May because it was all booked up until then, and uh, my mom got to donate blood, and I was directed to sit in the, like, snack and recovery area because my iron levels were too low, and they <laughs> let me take some snacks. Um, but I was denied, hmm. which is fine. I mean, it happens. I'm, like, sort of on the lower, like, minimums for their, like, weight requirements, and it, it just a lot of things can affect iron levels. Hmm. So yeah. Hmm. So your your blood has been refused. Yeah. So what are you going to do? With it? <laughs> what am I going to keep it? Do with my my uh, denied blood? Uh, yeah, I think I'll keep it. Um, there were maybe a dozen people in the little like blood donation center, and it felt very surreal. Um, they also had an interesting radio station playing. I think it's like hits of the eighties. So there was Ooh. a lot of like Steve Miller band, uh, the Take on Me people uh-huh. and it just like it felt like a dream to be around so many people and have that noise experience happening yeah i can't remember the last time i was around people like a that. dozen people yeah hmm. i've been i've been attempting to cook more um and i tried to make uh i tried to make pizza i tried to make homemade pizza but i'm very bad at everything having to do with cooking and so that that was a disaster pizza is a bold first like home cooking step what like what was your your bread? Well, it's not my first home cooking step, <laughs> like, but it was. I don't know. This is the first time trying to make pizza. Yeah. Um, I just had some store bought pizza dough. Oh, yeah. But um, I couldn't get it to stretch thin enough, and so it didn't cook all the way through. So I ended up with a basically a a blob of well cooked outer dough with a like <laughs> quite a bit of uncooked dough in the middle. Um, that had a. Uh, I don't know. It had had cheese and sauce on it that seemed to do the trick. 
and might have been better on a better formed pizza. But yeah, so that was my exciting adventure. I mean, that's one of my several exciting adventures. The other thing I've been doing is, um, I don't know if this is something a lot of people try to do, but I've been trying to drink alcohol more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I know what you mean, but no. Uh, it's not. It's not something I've seen as a as a like uh, aspiration. How, how is that going? Well, I've been succeeding at that actually. <laughs> I have never been a person who drinks a lot. In fact, I quite rarely drink at home. Period. Like, but I don't know. I've just been feeling like I don't know. It's 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 good to have like something to do after work to kind of like unwind a little bit to like sit out on my uh, I, my apartment has a balcony. So to sit out on the balcony in the nice weather and drink a uh, margarita, for which I actually um, like zested a lime mm-hmm. to uh, to create um, a mix of salt, sugar, and lime zest with which to line the rim of my margarita glass. Now you're cooking with lime. Yeah, now I'm cooking with lime. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I also uh, purchased um, I purchased some some beer uh, to drink, and yeah. So I've been having a drink. I'm not drinking right now, though. Sober podcast. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, um, I haven't had dinner yet, so I might, I might do it with with dinner. But yeah, the only time I go out is uh, to go grocery shopping, and my household, um, my parents really only get cooking wine, so it is awkward <laughs> uh, for me to purchase alcohol because I don't think we're at a stage where my parents understand publicly that like I am an adult mm. and will from time to time drink alcohol. So all of all of my alcohol lives in my room and has been dwindling, but also like I really hate it. <laughs> so <laughs> so like it, it is like a, a very uh I don't know. All of the times I'm drinking alcohol, it's like <laughs> This is something I'm in, enduring because it doesn't taste good. Um, but maybe it's okay uh, to, like, watch a dumb movie and have some alcohol. But um, I only really like, I guess, like, the really sugary ones. So I'm running very low on those. And mm. I, do not, I do not know when I will restock my supply. Because I'm not going to mail order alcohol. And I'm not going to... Um, one of the neighborhood sources of excitement is um, the local college campus has food delivery robots. And because they have shut down the campus, the food delivery robots now like have overrun our city. So they will deliver deliver alcohol, but I'm not going to order from the robots. I have, I have never heard of food delivery robots. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, imagine a, like, food cooler that has wheels and GPS and, like, a little mailbox flag, like, sticking up, and it roams the city, and you download an app, and it can come to your house. And we all accept that this is normal and fine and not a sign (laughs) of terrible things. Wow. I've never heard of that. I don't know if we have that here. Yeah. You probably don't. But yeah, so I, I have been successfully imbibing alcohol <laughs> as part of my goal to do that more. I've I've also considered um I don't know, I've never been into drugs. I've been wondering whether now is a good time <laughs> to take up drugs, but I haven't yet done yeah, any of that. It's harder than ever, I feel like, to to start <laughs> to start drugs. Mm. But I'm afraid I can't. 
offer you any advice. Okay, well, other than I mean antidepressants, but I feel like oh, I do those. The, yeah. The, yeah, those. <laughs> if you don't do them, try them. Some of them are quite good. Yeah. Oh, I did want to uh, make another push for uh, filling out the 2020 census because I feel like I can do better. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to want to want to do another take at it. Um, my take this time is hey. Hey there, listeners. You should fill out the 2020 census, uh, not because you trust the government and believe they should have um, your demographic information, but because so many other companies out there already have way more information about you and do way worse things with it. So 2020 census, it's not as bad as Google <laughs> or Apple. I feel like the government, I don't want to say something that's going to like discourage people from <laughs> doing the census yeah. but i do feel like the government isn't going to use it as effectively as yeah as it's again yeah i feel like i've been over reliant on um amazon during during the pandemic which uh i don't know i i feel i feel bad about it because they're an evil corporation that makes the world a worse place yeah i feel like we're getting closer and closer to the um doctor who kablam 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 timeline if we weren't already on that track um, because not only does Amazon like now have even more people depending on them, but they also really don't care about their workers. Although I did see that like someone important resigned from them and the headline, again, don't come to me for news. The headline had a really good like pull quote from this like vice president who resigned. He said like Amazon's response to the workers was like a, a chicken shit response hmm. as he resigned. But I don't, I don't know how much effect that's going to have. Uh, yeah, probably not much. But yeah. um, good for her, good for that person, yeah. I guess. Um, did you complete any of our action items? Did I go back in time and dance with an alternate version of myself? Yeah, that's the question. Too soon to say. Um, I didn't. I didn't play any board games with uh, anybody, and I don't know if there was another action item. Uh, I think watch Mamma Mia uh, two. Um, n- I've already, I feel like I've completed that in my heart. Yeah, no, I, I didn't do that. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't know that I ever will, to be honest. <laughs> That's okay. I've been playing single-player board games, and um, I don't know. They're they're not all that satisfying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, one of them I've been playing has been called, I don't know if they're techni- these are technically board games. I guess I guess they kind of are. One of them is called um, Deckscape. Is like, it's like a deck that um, is meant to simulate the experience of playing an escape room where like each card has like puzzles or part of like the story on it. And then when you progress past it, like tells you to like go to the next card or like put this card in your inventory or like don't proceed to the next card unless you have the compass in your inventory or like things like that. It's kind of cute, but um, yeah, I don't know. The puzzles were, were kind of like got repetitive and, and, and dull. So I didn't, I didn't have that much of a good time with it. I do admire anyone these days who is able to, like, play a game that is about, like, being stuck in a room and (laughs) (laughs) and put yourself deeper, deeper in the uh, homestuck. So, yeah, well, in this case, um, the one I played was not actually about being stuck in a room. It was about, like, you're journeying through the jungle to find the lost city of El Dorado. And I was not terribly surprised, but I was disappointed that it had various racially problematic things about like indigenous people. That wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah. I think of the, uh, another one I played is there's there's one um, I, forget, I don't even remember what it's called. Something like adventure game. 
<laughs> or something. And it's it's tr- it's trying to simulate the experience of playing a an adv- a point and click adventure game on on your computer. And I don't know that that is. Uh, I don't know. I have found that frustrating and unnecessarily complicated. I think the best one of these games that I've played so far is Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, in which you are basically just given a mystery that you try to solve by like following various leads and you try to solve it by following fewer leads than Sherlock Holmes had to had to follow. Yeah, that at least it like has a very established. It doesn't have to work as hard as the poor like we're going to establish you in a jungle or we're going to establish you in a totally new environment and scenario there's like there's a history with Sherlock Holmes yeah but like the the design of the game is like incredibly involved like it involves like a full there's a full map of London where every location on the map like every building has like a little code next to it like this is southwest one two three or like this is east central one eight seven or whatever and then there's like a a phone book it's not a phone book but it's like a London directory of like (laughs) It's like just hundreds and hundreds of names of people that you might conceivably want to talk to during a case. Wow. And then you can like look them up and say, okay, so they'll be at this location. And then you say, okay, I want to talk to, I want to talk to Mr. Stevens about the lead that he might, I think he might have. And so you like flip to the the book and you're like, okay, Mr. Stevens is at like, okay, Northwest 1-8. And so then you open up like the case book and you flip to like NW 1-8 and it's like, you approach Mr. Stevens's uh, poultry apartment and- he says, I don't wish to speak to you. And then, like, that's your lead. And it's like, oh, I guess he wasn't the one I wanted to talk to. I guess I should have picked someone else. Mr. Stevens was no help. Now would be, like, the perfect time for that company to, like, have an ability to, like, live connect you to, like, real actors of all of those, like, cast members. So you, like, really could call a number and really go speak to, like, Mr. Smith or Mr. Jefferson, um, and some some person would answer for any one of those scenarios, like an on-call augmented reality <laughs> yeah. for the Sherlock Holmes game. Someone should do that. Be like a very decentralized role-playing game experience. Yeah. I, I had thought that I was going to play more role-playing games during pandemic, but um, I have found that my attention span has whittled away to very, very little. So I don't like have the ability to, to do a lot of that, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of places um, a month ago who were like, we're, we're going to start this live stream, we're going to release this opera, and I've like narrowed myself down to like a good two or three like consistent things I keep coming to and, you know, check in on a few other things. But yeah, my family, we every evening will watch um, another episode of a Netflix show Right now, it's called The Midwife, mm. and I feel like that the amount of effect that has on my emotions every <laughs> every evening like completely exhausts me from uh, seeking out any other like media or story that would have also an effect on my emotions. Because boy, they get you. <laughs> mm. Those midwives you gotta call them. You gotta call them. I've never seen that program. I've heard it's good. <laughs> I guess I've heard it's good. It, I've certainly heard about it. Generally pretty good. They're like into now their um like ninth season, which we haven't quite caught up to yet. Um, but it is sort of wild. We were um at a part, I guess spoilers for season season seven of Call the Midwife, <laughs> uh, where uh one of the longtime cast members was uh she died. 
and she died on screen and her husband was there holding her hand and it was very tragic but i recognize that actress as also a like co-star of a new netflix series (laughs) um so i could as i saw her dying on call the midwife i could like it timelines match up to like oh that's probably (laughs) when she went to go start um recording for this uh new netflix series so at least at least she came back. She resurrected. Oh, but not 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 in Call the Midwife. No, not in Call the Midwife. <laughs> okay, uh, but hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, it's not that kind of story. No zombies. Yeah. No zombies. Do you have any um, action items you'd like to submit for consideration to the audience? I feel like if people are in a position to uh, try a new recipe or a new cooking activity, they should do that because. I have found myself um, cooking and baking more what's adventurously mm. the past month. Having other people in the house who like different things than me, I feel like helps more than if it was just me alone because like sometimes I'll really make something I don't like, but my parents will eat it. <laughs> Whereas if I were alone and I mess something up so completely i would i would have to live with that yeah but it's worth trying i feel like yeah i mean i've been doing hello fresh and that that has broadened my skill set at least a little bit i feel like hello fresh and just following a recipe should count as like a single player role-playing game because <laughs> you're like you're solving a puzzle and just the puzzle is the dish that you want to make they give you clues in the form of ingredients and instructions and sometimes they lie to you they do sometimes yes sometimes they lie to you about how long it's going to take to make the cookies but with a wise mind and a strong heart you can solve it (laughs) yeah that's 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 definitely true sometimes Sometimes the instructions they give you cause your smoke alarm to go off. Yeah, I don't know if my um, smoke alarm is overly sensitive or if there's something terribly wrong with my oven. Yeah, or I, Maybe I both. can't give you a different answer. Our smoke detector goes off, like, a lot. Mm. That's how you know you're cooking <laughs> with fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be attached to a, a Harry Potter broomstick, but then the broomstick fell off, so now it's just like a stick of bamboo. Uh, but we have that next to um, where the smoke alarm is because it goes off so often that we have to like reach up and like turn off the alarm with a little bamboo stick. Mm. That's how we do things. Yeah. During my ill-fated pizza experiment, I knew like, oh, this is going to set off the smoke <laughs> alarm. So I opened all of my windows and turned on turned on my um, ceiling fan and then also turned on an additional box fan. But that did not stop the smoke alarm from going off so foiled again foiled again yep and i think this is as good a place as any um to near our end yeah because i don't have an uh, an action item to suggest so i mean i guess the the one is is to cook (laughs) will you support me yes you will support the cooking action yeah i will throw the weight of my (laughs) recommendation behind that feels good all right so um i would say uh until next time um what is it stay distant stay distant yeah go the distance yep go the distance